Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio. I am so excited today, as I always am excited, as you know, because we have some of the most amazing guests on Amazing Business Radio, which, by the way, is now on the C-Suite Network. We've been uh, there for most of this year. So Doug Bell uh, is uh, has a company called The Experience, and he's been consulting in the customer experience space for over 22 years, which means he's younger than I am, most likely. And he's the inventor of software that helps companies unify their approach to managing customer experience. Now, that's what we're going to talk about to start with, is the whole idea of unifying an approach to customer experience. If you've been listening to this show, uh, hopefully you have over the last few years, you've heard me say it over and over again, that customer service is not a department, it's a philosophy. Well, this is the same thing about customer experience. Everybody has their hand in contributing to the experience, not just to the end user, to the outside customer, but also internally as well. So Doug Bell is, uh, for lack of a better term, we'll say in the house. Welcome, Doug, to Amazing Business Radio. It's great to be in the house, Chuck. Thanks so much. <laughs> it's, now, do you have a nice house? No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. So so you, I, I know I'm calling, uh, and it's really confusing to me because I know you're in Denver, but you have a Chicago area code on your phone, and you grew up in Washington, D.C., so let's get a little of the, the backstory in uh, 60 seconds or less. Tell us about your entire life. Yeah, I got around quite a bit. Started out, grew up in Washington, D.C., in a family business. Um, went to school up in Boston before moving back to Washington and going to business school. Mm. I worked in uh, Washington for about 10 years when the uh, tech business and a, a lot of business was really booming from the mid-90s to really around 2003 when I moved to Chicago and joined a, a company in Chicago, actually in Northbrook, right outside of Chicago, and continued consulting after I worked for that company. Spent about 12 years in Chicago, and a little over two years ago, my wife and I decided to make a life change, and we moved to uh, beautiful, sunny Colorado, where we are extremely happy, and I have a major uh, healthcare client here as well, so it, it works out nice. But I, I travel a bit, but uh, those are the three main, three or four main areas where I've lived. Wow, cool. And uh, all of the work that you've done in the tech work and the consulting company you had in Chicago, was that in the customer experience world? It was. Actually, my practice started out in the mid-90s, and I, was, I joined a boutique consultancy um, in the northern Virginia area where the tech market was really booming and ended up meeting with a lot of leaders of companies, entrepreneurs, but also CEOs of more established companies, um, looking to really establish their vision and uh, really implement that and operationalize it and bring it to life. So what I started doing was helping them translate kind of where they wanted to take their company, their destination, or where they wanted to go, and translate that into a go-to-market plan, which is kind of the way I look at it, uh, having done it for such a long time. It's kind of the the beginning of experience management, really the go-to-market strategy. How does the company interact with the market? How do we, you know, take what we do, our brand of experience, and pack it in to every touch point that we have with our market? 
Wow. And that is uh, important. And he used the word every before you said touch point. And that's important is that every company looks at every touch point, any opportunity that customer has to interact with your company, however remote. And it, it could be uh, in a person-to-person situation. It could be uh, I received a package. How does it look when I open it? How is it uh, packed properly? Everything. Uh, somebody calls in just uh, how long it takes them to get through to a, a support rep or a salesperson, how long they have to sit on Everything impacts the customer's experience. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, you have a concept about uh, the customer experience management problem. And so I love that. What is the problem? Well, the problem is, and I think you, you really touched on it first, was that every single team inside a company impacts the customer experience. And with that being said, the major challenge that companies face, especially in a world in today's world where everything's moving faster and faster every day, is how do you coordinate and communicate that effort across all of the different departments in a company? Departments might sync up every once in a while. You know, the best companies might sync up every week, every month, every quarter. But really, this the customer experience is something that's managed and delivered every day. And so how so, do you coordinate that communication? Well, without a system, uh, really, it really depends on your system that you use to communicate. And in today's world, most companies, and because of the way companies are organized by department, different departments use different tools. Um, and they may be using the same tool, but they may be using them differently. And, and, and not a tool could be an email uh, communication, uh, uh, inner office. I mean, tell me what what is you, you mentioned the system. I want to make sure I want our audience of listeners to know. Okay, this is what the system is because communication yeah. of of a vision, a customer experience vision. If you don't communicate it well, doesn't matter. The rest of it will not come into place. Exactly. And today it's coming. It's really being communicated through email, through meetings, mm-hmm. through presentations, through training, um, through applications through Salesforce, through you know, all the different ways that companies talk about their customer experience. But, different, again, different departments may be using different processes and different systems, and they don't integrate necessarily all in one place. So in today's world, especially where you've got digital interactions and human interactions, um, you may be, you know, there, there may be no way to see across both types of interactions. And that's a, that's a major challenge because you're basically trying to manage two different experiences but sync them up in real time while trying to stay agile and improve your experience every day. Very, very complicated and difficult to do. And, and is there a solution to this? Well, there are uh, collaboration platforms today out on the market that companies are using to collaborate. You know, Google provides a work platform uh, that companies use. Slack is a, is a nice yep. communication Slack's, system. Slack's good, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but any real base communication system can be used to coordinate the effort. The, the question is none of those systems necessarily help organize the effort towards managing experience. And that's where the opportunity that I saw in all of my practice and in in looking and evaluating all the systems that companies are using today, 
did not exist in the market. Mm. So you saw the opportunity, and obviously you're working with quite a few companies. I mean, you have a list of companies you've worked with that include Exxon, Career Builder, XM Sirius Radio, AOL, Time Warner. I mean, you, you have some huge uh, B2C, B2B, uh, B2G, B2A, NFP. Well, there's a lot of acronyms there, a lot of letters. I don't even know what all of them mean, but that's what you have written down in your bio. <laughs> well, I had a huge uh, advantage of, of uh, really starting my career in Washington, D.C., because you see a lot of different types of organizations there. And the experience philosophy that you talk about so much and that we, you know, I'm sure not preaching to the choir with your listeners, but it applies across all industries. We right. all have stakeholders. We all have customers. So whether you're a government organization, an association, a not-for-profit, or a consumer business or a B2B business, it really doesn't matter. You're trying to coordinate and manage a customer or stakeholder's experience across departments, across digital and human touch points, and really trying to do something. It, the analogy that I always like to use is, it's like uh, you know, trying to conduct a symphony orchestra, except the different sections of the orchestra are all in different rooms. Now, that makes it rather difficult, doesn't it? So, uh, And that's really kind of how we manage experience today. If you really think about how companies are organized and the organizational structures are set up, you have the different departments, and each of those departments are responsible for interacting in specific touch points with the customer. But... If you were to take a holistic view from the customer's perspective as to how are all those touch points, you know, coordinated and are they, do they flow? Are the handoffs clean? You know, do I feel like I'm talking to the same company, you know, for each interaction? Right. And That's, so there needs to be a consistency to it all because anything less than consistent erodes confidence. Exactly. I mean, you just have to think about it from the customer's perspective. If you have one great experience in customer service, um, but there's a, you know, a follow-up interaction that you know, doesn't fulfill the same you know, promise, you've got, you've got inconsistencies, and now you've got a confused customer who's questioning, is this you know, a company that I want to engage with? Is this a company that's going to be part of my future? Right. And one really interesting thing that I've learned along the way is that, you know, experience really is the best predictor of your company's future performance. The experience you deliver today, you know, if it's a positive one, will result in, you know, the growth of your customer relationship and potential opportunities from a business perspective in the future. Whereas if you have a bad experience, that customer could go from a loyal customer to one that's actually questioning the relationship and open to another solution from a competitor. So it's every single moment that needs to be managed across departments, and then if you take it to geographies and you have companies that are trying to deliver a consistent experience you know, across geographies, it's a whole other degree of difficulty. Right. So we have a tweetable moment here. Uh, and that is uh, the experience predicts your company's future, which is a great time to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about 
what we've been talking about, customer experience. I want to learn a little bit more about what you your, your product, the experience manager. But most importantly, we've picked up a number of good ideas. Number one, uh, you talked about the unification of everybody together, which is, you know, we, you, we hit on at the very beginning. Service and experience is not a department. It's a philosophy. We need to manage every single touch point, and that means every touch point, and think about how it impacts the customer. And a third, which is a big piece that we talked about, is communication. It's so important to communicate a consistent message, regardless of the channel that our employees are working on or, or the, the departments they're in. They need to hear a consistent message as to what the company's experience vision is all about. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to spend more time with Doug Bell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Amazing Business Radio. Don't go away. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information. All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form, and each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more, all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network talking with Doug Bell, who is uh, owner of The Experience. So, Doug, you have this uh, software called The Experience Manager. Is that right? Correct, yes. And uh, when I was asking you about it earlier before the show, I said, so who's the perfect customer for you? And you said, well, it's primarily the CX, uh, customer experience officer of a company. Uh, and, and that's fine. I understand that would make sense inside of a company. But tell me about, I mean, I, I, we listed some of your great clients, and you mentioned that you work with some of the Fortune 500 as well as startups. So really, uh, size doesn't matter. <laughs> That's true. Well, the interesting thing about our software is that it's not really for a specific industry or type of organization. It's also not for a specific size of company because all companies have experiences, and regardless of how big or small you are, you want to collaborate and you want to manage consistently and produce great outcomes with your experience. But really, um, this software is designed for the companies that really have a strong belief that customer experience is important to their to their well-being and to the success of the organization. And, and can and I jump in? I just need to know, what company doesn't feel that way? And this is not – it is. it could be a rhetorical question, but because so many companies are saying this is really important, but in your experience, are you seeing a lot of companies actually stepping up to the plate and really focusing on customer experience? You know, I hear this a lot from a lot of CX professionals that, you know, there's a lot of lip service that, you know, I think I've seen it evolve over the last 20 years. And at the beginning, I guess it was called more brand management. Um, and it, it, it has evolved and transitioned and it has taken, a, you know, a greater importance over the years. But I don't think fundamentally that, let's say, the majority of companies truly act on the understanding that the experience is one of the most critical things that they can do for the future life of their company. 
I, and and so, that just amazes me. And so I'm going to just go on the record, and I'm going to repeat what you said, a few different words, but basically I want to add the word service in. Customer service and customer experience, and you said it earlier, they predict the future of your company. So guess what? They don't just predict it. They are the future. If you aren't delivering the service and experience that your customer expects, and by the way, you can think all you want about, hey, we have great service. If the customer doesn't agree with you, the customer wins on this argument. They are the ones that decide you give great service and create a great experience, not you as a company. So it's like a brand promise. Are you delivering on the promise that you have? And recognize that if you're not, your competitor surely is. There's no doubt about that. Exactly. And the other, one of the other issues with managing CX in today's companies is that there isn't really a, a go-to solution that companies can basically implement in their companies like flipping a switch and say, okay, here's our new customer experience management system that's going to unify us, put us all on the same page, and really uh, allow us to improve our experience from day to day, not from quarter to quarter or year to year. Mm -hmm. But this is something that really can become a, you know, day to day operationally. How do we make our experience you know, what kind of experience are we going to deliver today? And then what can we learn from our experience today that's going to make our experience tomorrow better? And it's, it's really, as the world gets faster and faster, it becomes more critical to obviously keep agile and to be able to make improvements, adapt to new competitors, adapt to market changes, new technologies. There's all, all of these things are happening. And that's why you really see companies appear and disappear quickly because they can introduce a solution that at that moment is the best solution, is the best experience for the consumer. But unless they have that momentum leaning forward to improve it as a unit, as an entire enterprise where everyone's plugged in and working together to share their ideas and make their experience better tomorrow, then what you're going to have is you're going to leave the door open, you know, for competitors to come in with new technologies and really um, one-up you. And just like that, experience can give it, but it can also take it away. So here's what I want to do. I I do want you to give us a short description of what your software is, but I want to get back to this. You know, you talk about what – do you have ideas on what just about any company – maybe there's some very general – for lack of a better term, tactics or strategies that a company can implement for customer experience. But first, real quick, give us what is what is the experience manager? The experience manager is basically an interaction management system. So basically it's a platform where the company can create its experience journey map for a customer. And you can create these very easily in our software. But you can create a journey map which includes the key interactions that your company is managing across your different departments. And then you can take that journey map and share it with your entire company so that your entire company across departments, every individual can plug in and see these are the steps in our customer's journey. These are the ones that I personally, as an employee, am responsible for. But here's the context for the overall experience. Love it. You know, here's what I do in the context of the overall experience for this customer. 
So this is a great tool to communicate really uh, what what's expected and what's needed when it comes to customer experience. It's, the idea is to share, collectively share a vision mm-hmm. for what is the goal of this experience. And we have our, a lot of our users tell us it's a very simple feature in our software, but every experience has a goal, a stated goal, where you know everyone who's touching that customer can look at that goal every time they log in and see, you know, whatever they're doing today, you know, keep it in the context of what the overall goal is because that gets lost a lot of times if it's not clearly stated. Mm-hmm. Once again, it gets and, back to communication of this of this goal or this vision. What about internal uh, touch points or things that drive, I guess that's what you're referring to. If somebody's logging in and they see this is my part of the customer experience, what I'm doing is driving a touch point that, uh, that the customer is, even if that person never directly interacts with a customer, this is where they see where, what, what, you know, where their piece of the puzzle is. Exactly. It's, it's like a customizable dynamic playbook for how we're going to deliver our service or product to the market. Love it. Love it. Very good. Yep. So here's what we're going to do. Take another short break. And when we come back, I want you to share with us some some tactics and techniques that companies that you see are using to deliver uh, a better experience, ideas and techniques that maybe any company can use regardless of the industry. So I'm putting you on the spot. I'll let you think about it while we're on break. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is Amazing Business Radio. Don't go away. Shep Hyken here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepard Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.shepondemand.com. Once again, that's shepondemand.com. And remember, always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Doug Bell, who runs The Experience. And by the way, if you want to learn more about Doug, just go to theexperiencemanager.com. Gosh, imagine that, theexperiencemanager.com. And speaking of experiences and managing experiences, um, I told you I was going to ask. I I wonder if you can share with us techniques or strategies that can work for virtually any company to deliver a better customer experience. Do you have a few of those? I sure do. I knew um, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so really, depend, whatever system you're using, there are just some key fundamentals um, to unifying teams around a customer experience and a management of a customer experience. And okay. it, this might seem oversimplified, but... In order to get everyone on the same page, you just have to think, you know, about every department, about every person, whether they've just started with the company and they're just onboarding or they've been with the company from the beginning. You really are trying, the goal or objective is to try and get everyone on the same page as quickly as possible. So the first thing to unify them around, and these would all be things that could be communicated through your existing systems, but they should be in a shared place, a shared your shared file system, or um, however you share information. Um, but the number one thing that everyone needs to know is, and this again may be really simple, but 
who are the key stakeholders of the company. Okay. That's really the first step. And to find the stakeholder. Yeah, you want to identify them. Give me an example of of what a stakeholder inside a company is. So the different stakeholders that companies manage include customers or clients or patients or students, but they can also include their employees. Yep, internal customers. Yep. Internal customers, key strategic partners, investors, Really, think about all the people and all the relationships that make a business go. Business, when you net it all out, is all it is is a, a series of relationships. So everything a company does is really to build relationships with its employees, you know, build loyalty, build loyalty with their customers, build strong partnerships to deliver more value to the market, build relationships with their investors to uh, generate more capital and and be able to accelerate growth. So you really, when you think about business at the, at the simplest level, who are those stakeholders that our company is currently managing in order to fulfill our purpose, our mission, or achieve our you know, financial objectives? And so once you identify who those people are or who those departments are, um, what's next? The second step for each one of those is to have a clearly stated goal for the experience. So the way you, that you define your goal for each stakeholder will greatly impact your how you design your experience. And give me an you example of what, of what a goal would be for a particular stakeholder, just randomly. Uh, sure. 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 For, so for a customer uh, – we, our goal may be repeat purchases. That would be a, a really good sign that the experience is, is delivering the value that we intended to deliver. I would say so, that's accurate. Yep. Repeat purchases. Or, you know, in, in, if your business model is set up a little bit differently, you might be focused more on referrals. So you might be focused on how do I deliver an experience that will spread virally and create new customers faster. So really a, the goal is really a business decision that needs to align directly with the overall strategy of, of the company and really what the company's trying to achieve and where it's going. Can you give me an example of an internal uh, stakeholder goal? So sure, with employees, um, I, I think the, the number one thing that employers are looking for out of an employee's experience is engagement. You know, you really want to keep your employees engaged in your mission and producing and delivering to your market every day and really focused on improving your experience. And that, I mean, the level of engagement that you can reach, which, you know, is hard to measure in some cases, um, but it is, a, it is really the number one, you know, need of companies in today's world is to get everyone engaged and be rolling in the same direction. Right, right. I think, you know, I call that alignment. So we're starting to run out of time. Is there another uh, example of this? Because, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you in a moment the one thing question, but I don't want to, I, if, if, you're, if you're taking me down a pathway, I don't want to stop the journey. If you've one got last a, step, Okay, good, good. <laughs> it's simple. It's got to be simple or it won't work. So we've defined who the stakeholders are. We've assigned a, a clear goal for each one of them that aligns with our business but mm-hmm. is also 
operational in our day-to-day business. The last step is the journey map, which a lot of companies are doing and have done, but a real simple journey map that you can then share. It's really those three pieces of information for each of the stakeholders, the who, the goal, and the journey that we're planning on, you know, that we've designed to deliver value to our customer. Yep. Love it. Love it. All right. We're almost to the end of the interview here. The one thing question. What one thing do you want to share with us that either you have not already shared or that you want to emphasize and reiterate for our listeners that they're going to go, wow, this was great? I think there are a lot of people out there that are thinking about, you know, in their company, in their culture, you know, how do I make a difference? You know, how do I change the way my company manages customer experience? And the best way that you can do that, the first step is to get everyone on the same page. There we go. We're right back to the beginning because that's where it all starts. It it has to, Shep. It has to. If if you don't have unity and you don't have everyone plugged in and engaged, you'll never reach the levels of experience that where this world is heading are going to be required, I mean, to stay alive in today's world because – the markets only are only getting more and more competitive. You know, the barriers to entry are only getting lower. Um, there is a lot of opportunity in this world to design new experiences and bring them to market and scale them. But unless you have the whole team plugged in, rowing in the same direction, it's just ne- it'll never be you know everything that it can possibly be. All right. So what I love about this is we've we've got a lot of information in a short period of time. You've given us some pretty simple ideas. Some might even call this common sense, but I'm going to go so far as to say it sounds like common sense. It's not so common. Some may say, gosh, this seems like a very simplistic way of doing things. It is simple. Simple does not mean easy. You're going to have to work at this. This doesn't happen overnight. It takes a number of people working on this within your teams, different stakeholders from different areas of the company, discussions with customers. Doug, you've done a great service for us, and I really appreciate uh, all the great information that you've shared. Thank you so much, Jeff. It's been great chatting with you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, And, hey, everybody, that was Doug Bell. His company is The Experience Manager. Just go online, www.theexperiencemanager.com. Check them out. Learn a little bit about a software program called The Experience Manager. It's all about journey mapping, and I think that's been a great topic. Uh, unify your group with a, uh, you know, the cause, identify who they are, and then journey map it out so that everybody knows where they go. It sounds simple. Like I said, simple doesn't mean easy, but it's so darn effective. And this is the start to creating an amazing customer experience. It's been a pleasure, Doug, having you on the show. Thank you again. And until next time, all of our listeners out there know what I always ask you to do, and it's real simple. Just always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.